Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. Enrollment for Entree Architect Academy is closing today, Friday, October 6th, 2017 at 12 noon Eastern time. So if you're listening before that, you still have time to join EntreeArchitect.com to learn more. Once we close enrollment, we're going to be performing some remodeling and some improvements inside before relaunching once again in the future. So lock in your membership now. Go run over there right now. All current members will be grandfathered at current pricing. Entree Architect Academy, build a better business, be a better architect. Go right now. Learn more at the homepage, EntreeArchitect.com. You're listening to Entree Architect Podcast, and this is episode 188. Welcome back to the Entree Architect Podcast. My name is Mark Arlapage, and this is the podcast dedicated to a successful life as a small firm architect. Whether you have plans to someday start your own firm, whether you're in the process of launching a startup, or you might be an experienced small firm architect just trying to make a difference, this podcast is for you. My goal is to inspire you to build a better business so that you may pursue your purpose with passion and live the life of your dreams. Our prospective clients learn with their heads, but they decide with their hearts. After years of research and gathering information, often when a client chooses to work with an architect, it simply comes down to their feelings. They choose their team by deciding who they like the most. This week at Entree Architect Podcast, using emotions to successfully attract the clients you want. 
This episode of Entree Architect Podcast is supported by our platform sponsors, FreshBooks, Core by BQE Software, and RCAT. And I'm going to share more about these great companies later in the show. But before we get started here, just take a quick note to schedule some time later today, as soon as you're finished listening here, to go visit each one of them and let them know that you appreciate them for supporting us, the Entree Architect community. I'm sure you've encountered this situation yourself. We all make decisions this way. We don't always buy because of the best price or the most features. Often, maybe more than any other reason, we we buy just because it makes us feel a certain way. So when we're developing a marketing strategy or, or our messaging for our firms, we should consider the part that emotions play in the decisions that our clients will make. A professor of neuroscience at the University of Southern California, his name is Antonio Damasio, he argues that emotion is a necessary ingredient in almost all decisions. When we are confronted with a decision, emotions from previous related experiences affix values to the options we are considering. These emotions create preferences which lead to our decision. That essentially means Our feelings help us make those decisions, right? That's why storytelling is so important and so powerful. When developing a marketing strategy, stories trigger memories and feelings, right? Back in episode 140, 140, uh, I sat down with my friend Jeff Eccles of Echo Engagement, and he shared how to use your story to find the work you want. You want to go check that out at entrearchitect.com slash episode 140. Lots of great value over there episode 140, all about storytelling. That's why storytelling so powerful, right? Because of the emotions that stories trigger. It's, it's memories and, and, the, and the things that are in your mind when you tell those stories, emotion comes forth, right? So things happen when you tell stories. So knowing that emotions play a significant role in the decisions we make, how can we craft our branding or our marketing strategies uh, to be based on emotion? How do we use emotion to most effectively uh, find the clients that we want, right? As Jeff shared with us, telling your unique story is the first step, right? So when developing a complete strategy based on an emotional marketing, there are four other fundamentals that matter most. So I'm gonna share four fundamentals about emotions that you can use in your marketing to when you're putting together your branding and your messaging and your marketing strategies, there are four things that matter, right? Four fundamentals when you're putting together your your marketing based on emotions, right? So if we're gonna use emotions, and we should, because that's, you know, when you're buying a, an iPhone or you're buying a new car or you're you're putting in a new kitchen, how much of those decisions that you're making are based on the feelings that you get from those things, right? So what what is it about feelings and emotions that help people uh, make decisions and trigger them to to go with you as their architect versus someone else, right? So let's use emotions to market to our potential clients. So here's the first fundamental that matters: knowing who we serve matters, right? I've talked about target marketing and target audience in the past. You can go find episodes and, and blog posts all about that. I talk about that all the time. 
Um, so, so marketing to your target is very important. So who we serve matters, knowing who they are. So without knowing uh, whom we serve, how can we have any idea on how to emotionally connect to those people, right? Marketing always begins with understanding your target. Who are the people you are serving? Who are the people that you want to serve? So if we're going to use emotional uh, branding and, and emotions to market to these people, who are they? You need to know who they are, right? Where do they work? Where do they play? What makes them happy? What, what are you trying to achieve uh, when you're connecting with these people? What are they trying to achieve when they're hiring an architect? Are they just looking to hire an architect to, to obtain a building permit? Or are, are they looking for an architect to help them design a healthier, happier place to raise their family? Very, very different places they're coming from. Very, very different emotions being applied to those decisions. So knowing who we serve matters. That's the first fundamental in using emotions to market your, your firm. The second one is sensorial experiences matter. Senses matter, right? What does an architect do? That's a question that many of our clients have. It's a, it's a question that comes up in our profession all the time. What, what does an architect do? When answering this question, we want to think beyond the traditional descriptions of what an architect is. Beyond the traditional descriptions of our services uh, and, our, and, and the things that you know, we do as architects. What are the, in the minds of that? We want to develop strategies and services that are experienced with every sense, right? So how do we, how do we develop strategies based on the things we see or the things we hear or the things we, we taste, right? So how do, how do we use, maybe we can use virtual reality, right? Virtual reality tools to help our clients see and hear uh, experiences that they would not typically see or hear. Maybe we, they can walk inside our designs. That's an experience, right? That's something that would trigger emotions, certainly, by using the new tools of virtual reality. Let's go to the other side, other side of, of the ideas here. What about the next time you present your schematic designs, you present them with a basket of freshly baked cookies. You come prepared with a roll of, maybe it's even a hand-sketched drawing, right? Because those certainly emotion um, provoke emotion, the hand sketch drawings. People love hand sketch drawings, but maybe you, you come prepared with a hand sketch drawing of somebody's schematic design and a basket of freshly baked warm cookies. So that smell of fresh baked cookies uh, fill their home, right? Very, very unexpected, right? That unexpected delight for the nose and the mouth. What do you think is going to happen? Do you, do you think that your client will remember that meeting? Do you think that they're going to talk about that meeting with that architect to all their friends? I would say yes. I would say yes. So, so the second thing, so think about things like that. Think about how can we um, um, rework our services, rework our, our proposals, rework the things we do to, to, uh, to, to come across in a very different way uh, using all the different senses. Think about how people hear uh, and how people see and how people taste and how people touch and apply those other senses to the things we do. And people are going to remember that and people are going to have emotional responses to those things. So, so the second fundamental when we're talking about marketing our firms 
using emotions uh, is that the senses matter. The senses matter. The first one is knowing who we serve matters. And then the senses, using the senses, all five of our senses uh, matters when when we're trying to trigger emotions. That's the second one. Let's take a quick break here to say thank you to our platform sponsors here at Entree Architect, BQE Software, Artcat, and FreshBooks. This podcast episode is sponsored by BQE Software, the makers of BQE Core. BQE Core revolutionizes the way architects manage projects, time and expenses, billing, and accounting. Made by BQE, the company behind ArchiOffice, Core saves you time while giving you the visibility, the flexibility, and the power you need to grow your firm. Work from anywhere, seamlessly collaborate, and gain transformative insights with Core's groundbreaking platform. Learn more and get a free trial at entrearchitect.com BQE. Hey, and if you want to see a demonstration of Core, I recently invited Stephen Burns of BQE Software to join me for a live Entree Architect special session webinar, where Steve had the opportunity to show us inside Core and all it has to offer us small firm architects. And a recording of that webinar is available to our community, the Entree Architect community, for free at entrearchitect.com slash BQE webinar. So go check that out. And when you're ready to give it a try, visit entrearchitect.com slash BQE and access your fully functional trial of Core free for 15 days. Hey, if you've been listening to this podcast anytime during the past few months, you've heard me talking about our friends over at RCAT, and hopefully you're already using their free resources on a regular basis. But for those of you who have not yet checked them out, RCAT is a great tool for small firm architects. RCAT has a huge library of free content, CAD, BIM, specifications, and more. And they've done all the work for you. I mean it. They've done all the work. If you need a spec, click on over and download a CSI three-part specification in multiple formats, free. How about CAD details or BIM objects? All free, click of a mouse. RCAT has tons of building product content ready for you to use, and it's all completely free. You don't even have to register to download the content. And they've recently launched something new. It's called Charette. Create a project, assign tasks, share and collaborate with colleagues and clients, all in real time. Pull content directly from the RCAT database or from anywhere out on the web and keep it in Charette. It's another free resource from RCAT for you, the Entree Architect community. Visit them right now. Go check them out, entrearchitect.com slash RCAT. That's A-R-C-A-T, entrearchitect.com slash RCAT and click on the Charette icon right there on the homepage to check out Charette. Imagine what you can do if you had an additional two days every month to dedicate to anything that you want. Maybe you just wanna spend more time on design. Maybe you wanna to start building that new business process. Maybe you wanna start painting again. Maybe you wanna spend more time with your kids, or maybe you wanna finally start that development project. Well, when you're a small firm architect using FreshBooks cloud accounting software, you could save 192 hours every month. That's two business days every month. That's the amount of administrative time that you could save this year if you're using FreshBooks. 
FreshBooks makes it simple to send invoices, post your expenses, automatically track your time for the whole team by project and get organized with reports, communication, and notifications. My favorite feature of FreshBooks is the automated email reminders sent to my clients to remind them to pay their bills. That's done automatically and you control the whole thing. Sign up for a free 30-day unrestricted trial and get ready for the simplest way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid faster. Visit entrearchitect.com slash FreshBooks to access FreshBooks for free. And be sure to enter Entree Architect in the How Did You Hear About Us section. BQE Software, RCAT, and FreshBooks. Please visit our platform sponsors today and thank them for supporting you, the Entree Architect community. The third one, the third fundamental in using emotional marketing uh, is, in a, it is an imaginum, in, in imaginative, imaginative uh, approach, using an imaginative approach. It matters, right? So uh, imaginative systems and strategies make the process more real for our clients. When providing products and services in these unexpected ways, we trigger an emotion f- within our clients' minds. They're sort of, they, they, they need to stop and they need to think about what they're experiencing, right? If something is, is different than it typically is, something different than they had expected it to be. Um, so how can we be creative and design our, maybe our websites to better serve our clients in interesting or in memorable ways? How can we use our websites, look at other firms' websites, and how can we be very, very different, uh, very, very imaginative with our websites? Uh, to, to trigger emotions and to, and to um, affect people in, in a different way? How can they be more experiential? Uh, how can we, uh, how can we, um, uh, how can we use our proposals? Maybe our proposals, what can we do to our boring uh, three-page proposals and agreements and do something creatively with that, right? Right from that first point of contact that you have with a, with a client. Um, maybe that telephone call or the email, that first approach into your firm, how can we be imaginative about that and, and have clients from the very first contact, point of contact, um, be different than everybody else and trigger emotions within, within them? Um, am I, am I, when we're putting together our drawings, are we, are we developing boring technical drawings for a permit? Or are we um, managing a, as, a, as an architect, are we managing an emotional and very possibly an overwhelming experience that will ultimately improve the lives of a client's family, right? Is it, is it um, just technical drawings or are we creating an experience? How can we use our imaginative brains that we have as architects to make those things much, much different, to be much more creative? Uh, and trigger emotion. So the third one is imaginative um, approach. An imaginative approach approach matters. Throw them off guard, right? You want to sort of, in a very good way, you want to you want to look at the things we do and the way we present ourselves and the way we market ourselves in in different ways. The third one is that the words we use matter. The words we use matter. Words will 
trigger emotions in our branding, with our messaging, and throughout all of our communications. The word we, the words we use, and the words we choose, often will make a client feel one way or another. Right? Think about when, if we're a residential architect, are we designing a house, or are we creating a home? Right? Those are two different ways of saying the same thing. Right? The words we use matter. Are we designing a house or are we creating a home? A house has a function, right? A home is filled with feelings and love and memories and thoughts, right? Are we creating a place, a container for those things? Are we creating a a container for feelings and and love and home? You know, uh, that that home uh, fills. Um, A house is technical. Homes are emotional. So the words matter. Is it a house or does it, is it a home? Uh, so with, with an intentional selection of every word, so when we're, we're presenting the, our, our drawings or we are putting words on a website or marketing material or um, the way we answer our telephones or the way we present ourselves at that first meeting, the words we use really matter. Are there ways that we can find new ways to be an architect um, and use the words that we have as architects uh, to trigger emotions? So that's the, that's the fourth one. The words matter. So the, the, the four fundamentals of emotional marketing are one, knowing who we serve matters. Number two, Sensorial experiences matter. Number three, an imaginative approach matters. And number four, the words we use matter. So I hope that's helpful. I have a couple of books that I want to recommend here. To learn more about emotional marketing, I have um, two books that I want to recommend. The first one I learned about years and years and years ago when I first started studying, even before I launched my own architecture firm, it's written by Paco Underhill. It's called Why We Buy, The Science of Shopping. It is a fascinating book, one of my favorite business books of all time. I've read it several times. I haven't read it recently, and I'm probably gonna go back and read it again. It is so interesting to learn the science of shopping and why we buy. Uh, and the way people use um, emotions and and um, habits and the thing the way we live our lives and the things we do sort of trigger the way we buy and marketers have learned how that works and they've developed stores that sell more products and more services it's such an interesting book why we buy the science of shopping by paco underhill the other one is emotional branding another relatively old book um, the New Paradigm for Connecting Brands to People. It's, Mar- uh, it's by Mark Gobe, or Mark Gobe, uh, M-A-R-C-G-O-B-E. Uh, both of these links will be on the show notes at entrearchitect.com slash episode 188. Why We Buy by Paco Underhill and Emotional Branding by Mark Gobe. Those are two great books. Hey, I want to ask you a question here, and I want you to go to the Entree Architect Facebook group over at entrearchitect.com slash group. We'll take you right there, and you can request member membership if you're not a member. You have to be an architect. Uh, it's a closed private group. 
Um, and if you are an architect, you can request membership and we will check out that you're an architect and um, we'll let you in. Uh, here's the question. I want to know your favorite book on marketing. So if you read any gr great books like Why We Buy and Emotional Branding, I want to know what they are because I want to read them. I'm going to post that question over at the Facebook group at entrearchitect.com slash group. Favorite book on marketing. Go. Hey, do you like this shorter format of the Entree Architect podcast? Go to entrearchitect.com slash episode 188. That's the show notes for this episode. And let me know. Let me know your thoughts on the Entree Architect podcast. I want to know what you like and what you don't like. Do you like this longer, uh, uh, longer format or this shorter format? Do you like the interviews? Do you like the solo shows? I've heard uh, mixed people like both. That's what I've heard last time. Uh, I asked that question. I would love for you to go to the podcast show notes right now at entrearchitect.com slash episode 188 and let me know what you think of the podcast and how we can make it better. We're always trying to make it better. Uh, and share, share that link, share that link, entrearchitect.com slash episode 188. Send it to somebody who doesn't know what we're doing here at Entree Architect. We're trying to change the world for small firm architects, one architect at a time, and I need your help. Send this link right now to a friend, entrearchitect.com slash episode 188, um, and let them know. Let them know what we're doing here. And I hope you didn't miss out. I hope that you're not listening to this after October 6th, 2017 at 12 noon Eastern time, because if you are, it's too late to join. If you're not a member of Entree Architect uh, Academy, we're closing the enrollment right now, uh, this afternoon at 12 noon Eastern time. If you're not in and you're not a member before that, you're going to have to wait. And I'm not sure when we're going to open it. And I'm not sure what our pricing is going to be because once we close things up, we're going to uh, tweak things. We're going to make things uh, uh, better on the inside. Um, we're going to reopen it and it may have different pricing. It may have a little bit of a different membership format, but current members are uh, grandfathered in. Nothing's changing for current members. Just to make that very clear to everyone who is currently a member that nothing's changing as far as your, your membership and the price that you pay. Uh, but if you're, if you're not a member and you want to join, if you're listening to this before 12 noon Eastern time, October 6th, 2017, Go check out entrearchitect.com and hit the button and get in right now. Uh, and because we want you in there, we want you to be a part of what we're doing. We're trying to change the world for architects, one business at a time. So get over there, entrearchitect.com. Hey, and my name is Mark Arlapage, and I'm an entrepreneur architect. Are you? I encourage you to go build a better business so you can be a better architect. Love, learn, and share what you know. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything, yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging. 
the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's, it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? (laughs) We did it guys. Oh my God. The one that came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast, it's a community where dreams meet action. There is a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is going to be a priority. When the job is done, we're going to actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> and so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.